2: Hello, welcome to the Naughty But Nice show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, celebrity gossip columnist here in New York City. And joining me today is my friend, Mark Lupo, senior editor at Us Weekly magazine. Hello, Mark. How are you? Hey, Rob. Yesterday on the show, Mark, Donnie threw a little bit of shade at you. We were talking about which host on the show would be the most likely to gossip behind our back. And your name was thrown out, Mark,
0: ooh.
3: Yes, I was listening yesterday. And <laughs> while I do love Donny, I was I was a bit shocked by the shade thrown in <laughs> my direction. And I want to say he needs to be careful because I know through sources that he kissed a male celebrity and I don't <gasps> think he wants it to get out.
2: <laughs> I love this. I love the drama I'm causing already on the show. What's that I hear, though? It is the chimes of Big Ben. And that means only one thing on this show. It means it is tea time. We're getting to the tea right away because we've got big breaking news. Actress Laurie Loughlin and her fashion designer husband have agreed to plead guilty to charges connected to their roles in the massive college admission scandal that rocked higher education. Prosecutors have just announced that. She will plead guilty... To conspiracy for allegedly passing off their daughters as elite athletes she's gonna plead guilty to one count of conspiracy to commit wire and mail fraud he is now expected to plead guilty to mark this is breaking news what do you think i'm shocked
3: because Lori and her husband for months and months and months this was dragged out they were proclaiming their innocence. So to hear this news, this is a bombshell development.
2: It's a bombshell. You've been covering them on the cover of Us Weekly, many, many covers, and they've always said they were innocent. They've always said they were going to fight this. Something happened that we don't know yet. Although I got to admit, looking at the evidence that has been presented so far, it's pretty overwhelming. Which brings us to our poll question of the day. Lori is going to get two months in jail. Her husband is going to get five months in jail. Their lawyer is actually asking for an appeal for house arrest because of the virus. Do you think Lori and her husband should go to jail? You can vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or leave a comment on our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back on our next show to hear your results. So Matt
3: Lauer is making headlines for the second time this week. But for a really strange reason, he debuted a new arm tattoo with a hatred quote on it. Oh, let me explain. So Matt Lauer was photographed zipping around town in his BMW this week in Sag Harbor as he showed off a new forearm tattoo that read hatred corrodes the container it's carried in. So the quote might sound familiar because former Senator Alan Simpson spoke it at the eulogy of George H.W. Bush's funeral. The former Hmm. senator said, quote, he never hated anyone. The most decent and honorable man I ever met was my friend, George Bush. Now, Rob, I know you've known Matt Lauer for many years. Do you take him as
2: the kind of guy to get an arm tattoo? It's so interesting you ask. Yes, I've known Matt for a long time, but I don't think I knew him at all. The Matt Lauer that I thought I knew would never have done the things that he is alleged um, to have done. So I never thought Matt would be the tattoo type of guy, but who knows who, who who really knew him? What I do find interesting is he's clearly showing this off for a reason. Us Weekly has the exclusive photographs. He's driving around his... um. His shirt sleeves are rolled up. We can see the tattoo. He wanted us to see this. So I think this is another way of Matt fighting back. I think what what message he's sending here with the op-ed and now the tattoo is he's not going to be quiet anymore. Matt now wants to tell his side of the story. My sources are telling me that Matt is getting very, very close to actually doing an on-camera sit-down interview to tell his side of the story, which I think would be a massive bombshell. What do you think, Mark? I
3: think it would be a massive bombshell, and I'm definitely interested in watching.
2: Prince William and Kate have changed their social media display name. Let me explain exactly what is going on here. So the Cambridges have really sort of like shook up their social media. For the longest time, they were known by the handle at Kensington Royal and the display name was Kensington Palace. So now that name has gone away and the new name is the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. So what's happening here is that William and Kate want to be seen as more accessible. They don't want their screen name to be the place they live, Kensington Palace. They want it to be them suggesting that they actually make more posts themselves and do Harry and Meghan have anything to do with this? Of course they do. So before Harry was married, all his activities were announced over the Kensington Palace social media accounts. Then when he got married and got his own household, they debuted at Royal Sussex. Do you know who has the most followers out of these two? Do you think it's William or do you think it's Harry, Mark? Who do you think? I would guess Harry. You're wrong. It's actually the Cambridges. So William and Kate have 11.8 million. But don't worry, Harry actually has 11.2. So it's super, super close. What's really interesting here is insiders tell me when Harry and Meghan decided to leave the family, a big part of the negotiations were what is going to happen to their social media accounts. And in reality, Harry and Meghan actually had to stop posting their Royal Sussex account, there. Their account that they've built up to 11 million followers is now dead. They're not posting on that anymore, so they might have to start over. Ouch.
3: So in messy divorce news, Rob, I've been doing some deep digging into the split between Merritt Kate Olsen and her husband Olivier Sarkozy, and I have some exclusive details of what drove the couple apart. Now, a source has told me exclusively One of the main issues that caused friction in their relationship was whether or not to have children. Now, I do want to point out there's a 17-year age difference between Mary-Kate and Olivier. Olivier is 50 years old and already has two grown children with his ex-wife. Mary-Kate, who's 33, does not have any children of her own. Now, a source has told us a few years ago, having a baby was not a priority for Mary-Kate, but this has changed. The source Mm. added, Mary Kate thought it would be something that Olivier would budge on, but he hasn't. Now, that's a pretty big issue for a couple, but the problem only grows deeper. Now, another source has told us that there was another issue that drove the couple apart. Olivier is a party boy and a big spender. He loves the high life. He loves to party. (laughs) Meanwhile, Mary-Kate is more reclusive. She works on her fashion brands. She doesn't really go out as much. Rob, I right. know you're out on the scene all the time. <laughs> what do you think?
2: Well, it's so interesting. I've seen him out and he is a, um, should we say, party boy. He likes the limelight. He likes the good restaurants. He likes going out and about in New York City when we could. We will be again soon, I hope. Mary-Kate never does In fact, I'm thinking about it. I don't think I've ever met her. I've never seen her out. I know everybody in New York, and um, she really is probably the most private celebrity in, uh, in the world of celebritage, I think. I just, I can't remember a time when I've seen her out. I do think, though, I don't think they grew apart. I think they knew this. None of them have changed. He's always liked to go out and she's always liked to stay home. I was worried about this marriage from day one. We wish him the best though. I I I sort of I sort of love her still. I still remember her when she was a little child. And so we're wishing you nothing but the best. <laughs> Jamie Lynn Spears is addressing the rumours that Britney is retiring from music. So if you remember, I actually broke this story that Britney was planning to retire and never make music or go back to Vegas ever again. Now her sister's out there doing interviews and she said that her sister works her bottom off. She works really, really hard. If she wants to make another album, she will. If she doesn't, she doesn't have to. Britney's got so much money, she doesn't need to work ever again. Also too, Jamie Lynn said... Britney's pretty much got nothing to prove, but she doesn't think you can retire from something that is your passion. She's often asked, what is it like to be related to Britney, someone that is an icon? Her answer was, it's not really that strange. It's not that difficult. It's actually an honor to be the sibling of somebody that has created a dream and a legacy that will last forever. I love that these two are really good friends, Mark. They're really, really close. Yeah, it seems
3: like Jamie Lynn is very level-headed and has always been super right. supportive of Brittany and the ups and downs. So I, too, love their relationship.
2: I do, too. I love our relationship, too, Mark. <laughs> I'm the level-headed one. We're going to take a break. But well, when we come back, we've got our poll results and we've also got our nicest and the naughtiest of the day.
3: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
2: Hey, welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter with my friend Mark Lupo from Us Weekly. Let's get to the polls. On yesterday's show, we talked about Matt Lauer firing back a journalist, Ronan Farrow. What do you think about this? Should Matt shut up and sit down? Or does he have a right to fight back? The results are in. Wow, a whopping 78% of you said Matt should shut up. What do you think, Mark? Matt Lauer, please sit down and shut up. I'm with you. I'm with the majority on this one. Hey, don't forget to vote on today's poll breaking news about Laurie Lachlan. You can go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob, or you can go to our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip, and leave a comment. And be sure to check back on our next show for your results. And now, and nicest of the day.
3: Rob, I just love bringing you the nicest news of the day. And I'm happy to report Chrissy Teigen is on the top of our list. So Chrissy Teigen is calling on the New York Times to reinstate Alison Roman's column. Chrissy wants the public to know that she had no part in Alison Roman's temporary leave from the New York times and is calling on the paper to bring her back. Now Tegan said, quote, I very publicly forgave Allison, And that was real. When I said, I don't believe in being canceled for your honest opinion. That was very real. She continued. I don't agree with what the New York times has done. I am not them. I didn't write. I didn't call. And most of all, I'd like her back. I think this is so sweet. And Chrissy, I support you all the way.
2: Yeah, we talked about this yesterday on the show. It was one of our big stories. And I told you yesterday that my sources were saying this. Chrissy absolutely had nothing to do with this. In fact, Chrissy's the type of person that builds people up. She doesn't tear them down. I love that Chrissy now has gone on the record. I think the Times should hire her back. Hey, if Chrissy can forgive her, so can the New York Times and so can we. And now it's our naughtiest of the day. So there's a video that's on NaughtyGossip.com. You can go and check it out. There's a vicious catfight that erupts behind a reporter during a live news segment. I love live TV. And now that it's happening from home, Lots of things interrupt it, or it can interrupt it, that would never happen in a studio. So there's a new video, it's gone viral, of a reporter called Doris in the Philippines. That's your mom's name, too, Mark. Hello, Doris. So Doris in the Philippines, she's trying to do a news report, and behind her left shoulder, her two cats go at it. Like a fallout, nasty claw spitting fight. Mark, you've worked on live TV for a very long time before you were a journalist at Us Weekly and joining us on the Naughty But Nice show. Mark, you worked on the Wendy Williams show, a live show for how many years? For eight years. Wow, that's almost a decade. So a long time there. Explain live TV. Explain what happens. How can you you handle this? What should they do?
3: Right. So Rob, what people don't realize in live TV is behind the scenes, there's always a lawyer who has her hand on a button. It's called the drop button. So something- drop button? Yeah, so something terrible happens. The lawyer just slams her hand on the button and the screen will go completely dark.
2: Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah,
3: so that will, you know, essentially prevent anything from really crazy being broadcast on TV.
2: So every live TV show, there's a lawyer sitting there and they have their hand on a button. And if something goes crazy- you hit it, but this isn't crazy enough for a lawyer to get involved. If something silly happens, like two cats have a fight, do you acknowledge it, Mark, or do you just carry on reporting, pretending it didn't happen?
3: I would carry on because I think that makes great live TV.
2: <laughs> Once when I was on the Today Show, I was on the Today Show, and I broke one of my veneers the morning I was going to go on live TV, and my dentist couldn't see me until after the show. So I went on the show with a carefully balanced tooth like in my <laughs> mouth, but it was broke, During the segment, Mark, it fell out. No. If you Google me and the Today Show and Tooth, it's online. It is humiliating, but it actually made your right mark for fantastic TV. Okay, it's time for a moment of Rob. Today's moment of Rob, we try to be silly and make you laugh for a little while, but we also try to have that little moment where we give you something a little bit more deep. Today's moment of Rob is do the work. You have to do the work. Nobody is coming to save you. And if it's actually worth doing well, it's going to take you a long time. Do you know how long Beyonce practiced to do her performance at Coachella? Eight months. Get your head around that. Eight months. I used to work for Alicia Keys, but do you know how many years it took her playing every little piano bar in New York City, every little dive to learn her craft. It took years and years and years. People don't realize, Mark, you got to do the work. What do you think? I totally agree, Rob.
3: And people don't realize, even at home right now, me and you, we, we talk all the time. We're always checking our sources. We always chat and we, you know, we reconnect. So it's a lot of work to do this show as
2: well. It's a lot of work. We do the work, honestly. What hopefully feels effortless, what hopefully feels like no effort. It's just us being two guys chatting. That's what we want to pretend it is. But a lot of work goes into putting on any show. A lot of work goes into life, though. I think about relationships that matter to me. I think about people that matter to me. I put in the work. So today's moment of Rob, do the work. Hey, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob show, a production of iHeartRadio. Mark, we love having you here on Thursday. We'll see you next week. And don't forget to subscribe to the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen, and leave us a review. Special thanks to our producer, Mary Dew and executive producer, Christina Everett, editing help by Josh Fisher, also Nikki Itor, Will Pearson, Mangesh Hatikador, and everybody at iHeartRadio that helped bring this show to your ears. And a very special thank you to Bruce Sussman and Barry Manilow for writing and performing our theme song. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and remember, all together now, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. nice. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. It's